I didn't know Alamo. Alamo asked for, like, uh, they sent me an email right now saying that they want feedback. Oh, boy, you've always got feedback. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're going to love your feedback. I'll Every be nice. You go there, you got feedback. <laughs> well, I wouldn't give the feedback if it wasn't so... So you're actually going to be honest? You're going to be honest with your feedback then? You don't have... A, you don't have to go to this theater if you don't like it that much. Okay? I was trying to find a happy median for everybody. And B, you I you're not required to order food. I could have... up to your standard. I could have said, everybody meet up where I live, but no. And you know what? Nice. And you know what would have happened? None of us would have did that. He would have went to Alamo. I would have went to 86. <laughs> you would have went to wherever you go. And right that here. Been it. So that's what I'm saying. I was trying to find a happy median for everybody. So you know what? We can go to Alamo, but you don't have to order food at the Alamo if you don't like it and you don't like the service. You could just get like popcorn or sodas. It's all you can eat. I, did, I didn't have a, you Wait a minute. I didn't have a problem with the food today. It was him. It was Ray. I'm not the one complaining. It was him. <laughs> there was no complaint for me. Did you hear a complaint from me, Ray? There was no complaint for me. Every time you open your mouth. <laughs> there was no complaint. I just like it because people shut up during the movie more there than anywhere else. Yeah, That's because if like. you don't, they will take you out and they will beat you. Yes. <laughs> I had the wings. They were pretty good. Didn't I tell you I had the, the chocolate shake? They recommended that I get the triple chocolate. I said, hmm, I'll try the triple chocolate. Came back. It was not that bad. No problems. Jen got the burger. I'm, we- I'm weary about the whole goat cheese thing. I didn't notice that it had goat cheese. I was just looking at pizza, the carnivore. I was like, oh, it has meat. The thing is, you're sit- you're eating in the dark, so you're not really seeing what you've got. You know what I do? You yeah, know how they have those little lights underneath the table? Yeah, but those lights are like this dull yellow. They don't they they help a little, but they don't help a lot. They help more when the lights the other lights are out. Yeah. So every time you should have seen me and Jen eating, it's like every time we would eat, we'll take the plate, which is like this round dish, and we'll put it underneath the table where the light was, just so we could flashlight. Oh, okay, there's another chicken wing. <laughs> and then just grab it. Because every time I stick my hand, I couldn't find a chicken wing. Oh, I wanted to mention something for for Jarrell's sake. Jarrell, uh, as you know, he hasn't been on the podcast for a while, and there's a reason for that. He has he has been working day and night tirelessly on his new tirelessly. Tireless. Tireless, what I said. Tireless, tireless is not a tirelessly is not a word. Tired, it, you said tiredless, tired. It, ugh, no, I can't. See, you can't it. even say it because I didn't say it. So, <laughs> tirelessly, <laughs> it's not on record. I'm going to edit that part out. Probably mentioned this in the past. He owns his own theater company called the World Voice Ensemble. Uh, he's actually been working on a play called Angels at Work. Angels at Work. It premieres July 22nd and 24th. Uh, showtime at seven o'clock. It's going to be at the Crane Theater, 85 East. 4th Street in New York. I guess that's downtown, right? Yes. Downtown, yes. yes. Victor says yes, so it's got to be true. (laughs) So it's downtown. So it's New York City. So if anybody's in New York City and you guys listen to us, please, Jarrell put a lot of hard work behind this, him and his wife who've been working on this. There are tickets still available, I think. They might be sold out. Tickets, uh, you can go to the website to get more information on it if you go to uh, theworldvoiceensemble.com. That's not too hard to say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you want to meet some of the members of our HodgePodge cast. Yeah, we'll see if we can make it there. Um, I'll probably try to make one of the two days. I think one of them is Sunday. We'll try to make one of the two days. I can't promise which day it is, but I'm pretty sure we'll do our best. Evil Ray will definitely be uh, there. Dude, there, there, he said angels. <laughs> angels and I, we don't get along. We don't get along? <laughs> no, we don't get along. I had a feeling. Yeah. Try. Yeah. We don't click. We don't click. <laughs> nope. So they, please, like I said. Because they suck. Please, like I said. <laughs> uh, if you're in the area, please. I I saw some of the show already um, some of the first act it's really good please go have fun and comment on us let us know how the, the play went as well uh, you can also comment on our website as well nerdsport.com like I said uh, Instagram and Twitter is at nerdsport so 
Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Nerdsport Presents a Hodgepodge cast where we have a bunch of nuts and random idiots talking about stuff. Stuff meaning comic books, movies, video games, whatever. We're here. Hello, I am one of your hosts. This is Al. How's everybody doing today out there and in here? Well, in here, I woke up, so Super. that's always good. <laughs> it's a good sign when you wake up in the morning or <laughs> afternoon or just in general. Yes. To my right. In front of you. With the striped shirt is... Evil Ray. Hey, Ray, how's it going? I woke up. All right, striped shirt. What is it with you? Are you like the f- doing a fa- fashion podcast now? <laughs> Wearing a lovely uh, black and white striped shirt. Yeah. With a pair of jeans. I ripped, I reached into the drawer. This was the shirt that came out. <laughs> Where did you get it? I don't remember. I've had this shirt for years. <laughs> it either came from one of three places because it's usually where my wardrobe comes from. Gucci. Old Navy, <laughs> Target, <laughs> or some discount store down the block where I live. <laughs> Probably on sale for like 10 bucks. Gucci, Coach, or Guess. Dude, I can't even afford those words. <laughs> to his left. Not on what you pay me. <laughs> to his left, we have. To his left. Directly uh, I'm sorry. in front of you. To uh, <laughs> Evil Ray's <laughs> right, we have. <laughs> I'm directly in front of you. Shut up. To evil Ray's right, we have. Pickle Vic. Pickle Vic. How are we doing I really doing hope your wife is in charge of teaching your children. <laughs> How are we doing today, sir? I'm good. I'm play- I have a new phone I'm playing with. A new, another new phone? Yeah. I thought you had a phone already. What is it? Well, I had a phone already. This is a new phone. Is it still time. Android? Yeah. Oh, gone. It's like three generations better than the one I had. Oh, okay. So you're up to date, is what you're saying? Not quite. There's still a generation that's better. <laughs> it's it, it's I a Galaxy? It I bought it used. Oh, gotcha. You have to buy them used, dude. Do you know how much they cost? It's like, do yeah. I buy a phone? Do I pay my rent? Yeah, it's like a grand for like a new phone it's nowadays. Phone. It's ridiculous. It's like for, for Apple, they're charging at least 1000 for, I think, the new whatever the new one is. Uh-huh. In any case, we are here today to talk about a movie we saw recently. As of Isn't that the only reason of, we're always here? We're never here. <laughs> so you you want us to watch movies? No, no. Necessarily, we do movies and video games and comic books and whatever. We rarely do video games. Right? We're here. The last time we talked about comic books, we talk books. about video games for like one time. Is, I mean, we should talk about comic books just for a little bit because uh, didn't somebody we, die? We actually had yes, we can yes, actually talk the, about that. The right legendary now. Steve Ditko passed away. Yes, and I did not know that he was uh, one of the co-creators of Spider-Man. Yes. I, I thought I, I knew Steve, uh, Stanley was not the one and only originator of, of Spider-Man. You ever see that in the credits and every. Spider-Man movie based on character created by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. (laughs) The only name that really stuck out to me was Stan Lee. But what I'm saying is, uh, I didn't. I thought uh, Steve Ditko was. uh, He's been dead. I thought. I didn't know he died. As of this podcast, yes, he's been dead. (laughs) (laughs) When it gets released, he's been dead for probably a few days. So I like your picture, Victor. You posted it on one of your your twitters out there. So yeah, it was an old, uh, an old Spider-Man sketch I did like three years ago. Yeah, nice. Now, did, did you sketch that with uh, ink? Yeah. How long did it take you to do that? I don't know. I don't really time myself to do these things. It was, it was a small drawing in my sketchbook. It's like, it's just, I only do the head. That was it. Uh, so it probably didn't take that long. How old was the guy? Uh, 90, upwards of 90, so. Yeah. Uh, poor guy. Oh, well. Okay. When you get poor past guy, 90, 90, it's like, you know, well, you, you did dude, fine. comic books must be the thing that prolongs your life because he's <laughs> <laughs> still around. Yeah, but everybody's dropping around him like flies. <laughs> so. God was aiming for Stan and missed. <laughs> 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 Thank you. 
<laughs> the guy next to him. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't really have any investment towards him, but Stanley, I do. I mean, I took a picture with Stan, and he said hi to me. He signed one of my comic books, so I have a little bit more invested with him. So when he goes, I'm gonna. I'll well, probably you have invested in that in that comic book that he signed. For you. <laughs> yeah. It was a Secret Wars number eight, I think it was or nine, the first appearance of Spider-Man's black costume. So I bought it for sixty bucks. I think it was. I bought it for sixty bucks, and then when he signed it, I also got it sealed the same day, and it was witnessed by those people who seal the comics. What are they called? The CGC, the, the authenticators. And yeah, the, like the, the company's called CGC Comic something comic <laughs> I don't remember the name of it but the comic book code <laughs> they're the comic ones code authority is, is that still a thing <laughs> so no have you ever been to one of those signings you sign the comic and then they're, they're standing there they're witnessing it and then afterwards they'll talk to you they're like do you want to seal it oh they give you that what certificate of authenticity authenticity right because there's someone there to witness it now you can either say yes and they'll take you aside with other people and they'll take you you know they'll walk you to their booth to a you, secret room and then you gotta sign these papers and stuff stuff like that and then uh, you pay a certain <laughs> blood mark sign off one of your kids <laughs> you, you have to pay for the shipping they'll take the comic from you and they'll mail it back to you you're I not taking this comic from me I stand by <laughs> signed by Stan Lee where's my baby where's he from my, my baby you will take it from my cold dead hands but yeah I felt the same way I'm like I have to give it to you like you don't you guys don't do it here and like no no we have to take it uh, we have to take it back we have to grade it uh-huh. blah, and blah, I blah. trust you guys because you just were standing there and just waiting for me yeah so absolutely I'll give you this comic book that so, I don't know who you are I did it I did it the one time with them and uh, man it took a while for me to get that comic back it was like maybe about two months before I saw that before I saw that comic mm-hmm. again yeah, within two hours I would have been like are you guys done yet why does it take two months to get it back because what they do is you gotta ship it to them their, their headquarters are in Florida once they get it and mind you you're not the only one there's probably tons of people who are you know who are sending comics to them uh, to, to get sealed then they have one of those what do they call those guys the guys who check the authenticity of the comic to make sure what the value of the comic is they, they look at every four corners of each page you know to make sure that the comic is is uh, what the value so this professional goes through the comic makes sure you know and you know he grades it based on whatever scale they have and then they seal it and based on his scale they'll know how to price it and then uh, they gave it back to me in the mail and it had like often you know the authentic- in the regular mail yeah in the regular mail Dude, that's that's chancy. Well, they they don't. I mean, they don't put it. (laughs) They don't give it in a clear plastic bag with a bow on it, right? They put it in the sealed um, container kind of thing. Oh, it's in a container because I'm like, have you seen the stuff that comes in our regular? No, no, it it comes like incognitus. You know what I mean? They don't even. It's like a brown kind of like box. No. Oh, okay. But I'm saying, even you know, it's a comic book. You've seen the way the post office shoves things in your mailbox. (laughs) At the same time, it is a hard plastic, right? So they're not gonna unless they really really force it they can crack it but lucky for me it came in fine uh and they gave me the graded papers with it and i think it's worth 160 dollars now oh i thought you were gonna say like thousands nah it's not worth it is signed by stan lee it doubled in price well 160 it's more than doubled in price because i got it for 60 bucks see we talked about comics (laughs) (laughs) so today we're talking about a movie we saw ant-man and the wasp probably the last marvel movie to come out this year Uh, i think i'm right am i right what's next oh venom venom's the next marvel movie <laughs> I think we're it comes out what in October. Last, are, are we talking about Marvel Studios? We're talking about the, the good last ones. MCU movie of the year. Of the year, I think. I oh, think, sure. right? Am I right about that? I don't know. I, I feel like I'm right. I so think. Well, yeah, let me see. Because yeah, the so, next thing, but there's already been three out this year, weren't there? Uh, yes. yes. 
What was the third one? Avengers yeah, Infinity Black War, Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther. Yeah, okay. Infinity yeah, War. Not, yeah, that's it for... That's probably it, right? right? Next one is, I guess, I think, Captain Marvel. Victor, hmm. to the Google machine. Check to see if they what, what it says there. But I think the next Marvel movie in general is uh, Venom to come out in October. I'll probably see it. Anyway, anyway we've digressed. <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp. So we're going to do it as we normally do it. First half can be a spoiler-free review where we do our best not to spoil anything about the movie. And the second half will be a spoiler-filled review where we talk about anything and everything we want about the film uh, in greater detail. Uh, we're also going to do a rating between 1 and 10. 1 being Ray. Transformers. And 10 being something spectacular, perfect. Black Panther. No no flaws whatsoever of the film. Black Panther. And we'll, we will let... Uh, the listeners know ahead of time before we make that transition to a spoiler filled review. <laughs> yes. So, I guess I can start Go see Ant-Man 1. <laughs> I'll start it off with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Spoiler free review. So, what I liked about Ant-Man and the Wasp was it was I, I think it wasn't better than the first one. I think it was just as good as the first one. Now, mind you, I didn't see Ant-Man first one in the theaters. I actually saw it on TV on FX. Yeah, after X, we kept X, hounding you to go watch it because it yeah. was good. And I saw it I'm like it was decent I guess I missed really a lot of good stuff because it was made for TV so they might have edited for commercial sake they had to edit it that much I mean there wasn't a lot of swearing in it to begin with uh, no to compress it for for commercial sake even then I don't think they don't they don't cut depends on the channel uh-huh. A lot of channels don't cut it down as much as they used to. I saw it on FXXX. Yeah, I don't X. think they would have cut it down too much. X. Huh? Yeah. I don't know. I saw it there, and I'm like, all right, it's a, it's a pretty decent film. So when I went to go see it this time around, I think it was it, it had the same quality to it. It's a and it's not not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It, it was it, a fun it, film. Feel, each of these movies, that's the thing, is the Marvel movies each kind of have their own feel mm-hmm. and their own attitude, their own approach to it. And this is the way Ant-Man feels. Like, depending on the cast and the character and whoever's directing it, they are, they're all different. Yeah, it was very... Uh, yeah, all connected, but different. It didn't take itself too seriously, I felt. I don't think no, you, it could have. Could you imagine it could have tried to be serious? Yeah, it, all that's, the thing, that's the thing about the th- this movie and the first one. It could have been a little bit more serious, but it didn't. It stayed within that, you know, taking itself light. I think it works better this especially, way. Yeah, it especially was, considering how heavy Age of Infinity War was. Right. And everybody's kind of still coming off of that. Let's let's get into some... Let's have some... Let's get some more a little upbeat follow-up. Yeah, I didn't think of it that way. I mean, yeah. everybody, the way Infinity War ended, spoiler alert, you know... It, we'll discuss that. <laughs> a lot of things happened in the Infinity War, so Emin and the Wasp is a good kind of like a break in the tension mm-hmm. where, you know, you could just have... It's just a fun movie. Until it gets tense again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I found it... I, uh, like I said, it was just as good as the first one is on par of the, with the first one. I don't think it was better. I like the Wasp. She was pretty cool in it. I definitely want to see more of her. Probably X movies to come, you know, whatever. She'll be great to see. Also, I think the guy... What's his name? Uh, the guy, his his Hispanic friend. What was his name? Michael Pena. Michael Pena. <laughs> Wait, you mean the actual actor or the, the, character, the character? The character. Oh, the character. Louis. Louis. Yeah, he was funny. Yeah, he's hilarious. He he had me cracking up with his stories and stuff like that. And uh, of course, the FBI agent. What was his name? The Asian dude. Um, uh, well, the, it was Agent Wu. Agent, Jimmy Woo. Yeah. Agent Jimmy Woo. And he was played by Randall Park. Yeah, he's he's a funny dude. I used to watch his show uh, on ABC, whatever show that was. I forgot uh, what Fresh it was. off the Fresh boat. Off the boat. Yeah. yeah, he's the dad. He's he's a pretty cool character. Yeah. 
And he did pretty well in this one, too. I, I, I like. I thought he was funny. I enjoyed him, too. So it was very lighthearted. It was a break in the tension with all this uh, Infinity War stuff that was happening. Fun adventure. I think Marvel, in this movie, it also had the MacGuffin that we always talk about. There's another MacGuffin in this movie. So story for me was a little also light. Everything about the movie was light. Very, very light. Very carefree, I feel. It's mostly comedy. Yeah, it was very much of a comedy film. You're gonna laugh. <laughs> I did, did have its funny moments here and there. So I like Paul Rudd. I heard you. There was a scene. I forgot what scene it was. Maybe we could. Maybe we can talk about it in the spoiler film. But I don't remember that. There was a scene that had me bursting out laughing. Oh, probably towards the end. Yeah. I think I remember the scene now. But anyway, I, I enjoyed it. I want to see more of the Wasp. I think she was a much cooler character than the actual Ant Man. Yeah, nothing really stood out for me really as being nothing really popped for me in this film. It was just very. It was just good. Just a good film. Fun. As a rating, I shall give it uh, an eight. I actually liked it. It was a good film. Good B. Good B B film. Yeah. Not an A, but a B. It's all right. So, I mean, the villain was pretty cool, right? Ghost. Did you guys enjoy Ghost? Thought she made a good villain. Is she really Ant Man's villain? I think Ronald told me that she was more of an Iron Man villain than an Ant Man villain. But she was pretty awesome. I liked I liked her costume for some reason. I ho- I always liked that hood thing that she was wearing. Thought that was pretty cool. Explanation of her powers are pretty cool. But yeah, I wanted to see I wanted to see more of Ghost as well. Ray, I'll give it to you. I All passed right. the baton to you. Pass it to me. All right. Well, spoiler free. I was like, oh, I give it an eight. It's an okay movie. You sounded so you know enthusiastic about it. It's mm-hmm. a, it, I, I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> I enjoyed the movie. It's a good comedy superhero movie. It made me laugh, like the first one. This this is just as good as the first one. You know, is it better than the first one? I don't think it's better than the first one. I think it's on par. I think they're practically the same. Yeah, I like the fact that they kept it light and they kept the same type of comedy. It works. I think if you tried to make Ant Man a serious movie, it would kind of be boring and dull. It it can't take itself. It doesn't take itself too seriously, and it and it and it goes with the uh, with the territory they're trying to promote there. You know, it's a guy who can shrink and grow. It's Ant Man we first heard they were making an Ant-Man movie come on we all groaned we were all like ugh yeah like even yeah. as like, how, book, how you gonna get portray that to work? power yeah. how you gonna portray that power and that suit it looks so stupid but then when they did it in the movie and they did it, it as badass. a comedy and it works especially with his powers and the fact that they're using the not Hank Pym as Ant-Man but uh, the other Scott Lang, Scott Lang. As, as Ant-Man I think it works better that way because it, you know, when they start talking all of that uh, techno babble, <laughs> people are gonna be like, "Okay," <laughs> and you can't really believe that. Uh, yeah. uh, what's his name? Paul Rudd is a yeah. scientist, right? Dude, I would <laughs> love to, to see. I would love to see the outtakes of Paul Rudd and uh, Michael Douglas right. and some of the other characters just trying to say all the sciency techno babble. Because yeah. yeah, even Michael Douglas is really seen. He's no at more least, for uh, you know action movies. Yeah, he's more for like action drama movies and stuff like that. You never really see him. I, I mean, I can't remember a, a comedy movie that he was in. Really, it was mostly like action, love, adventure kind of movies. Yeah. But in this one, it was like he's, a comedy. He's, he's he playing in. a scientist, so he's got to throw all those big words so again you have a guy who you know can grow and shrink and you know there's a lot of that in the movie Mm -hmm. not just with Ant-Man himself but what they do with the surroundings Mm -hmm. you know the surrounding things around them making things grow making things shrink and how they can use it in combat so I thought that was pretty interesting right um, I like the villain because I you, you get her motivation. Yeah, it was there. Yes, yeah, I like the I like the fact that they gave her decent motivation. It wasn't just I'm the bad guy and I'm out to rule the world. Yeah, it was yeah. she had like the legitimate beef. Mm. I like that Marvel's been giving these good villains with some you know good motivations. Yeah, I mean you can't really call. I guess you have like one villain in the movie, but he's not. He's like more of a cartoon. 
<laughs> right. Yeah, he's yeah. more of a cartoon villain. He's not really. The, what was the actor who played him? Uh, yeah. Walton Goggins is. Yeah, he yeah. was recently in this movie that we Tomb also Raider. reviewed, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Yeah. A friend of mine. Yeah, calls I wouldn't him, even call him. A, a friend of mine calls villain. him forehead. <laughs> <laughs> he does have like a really big forehead. His hairline is full. But like I said, I don't even know if I would call him like a villain. Villain. I mean, he's in there. He just there to move the story along. But he's like one of those generic mob, quote unquote, yeah, mob bosses yeah. kind of thing. And he's also after the MacGuffin in this film. Yeah, I know. But I mean, I thought it was a good movie. It's a good sequel. It's on par with the first one in terms of the comedy. It's gonna make you laugh. If you don't know anything about the Marvel movies, you can sit there and you know, in the beginning of the movie, they'll give you that quick flashback. I guess for anybody who didn't see the first one, so you can at least follow along with what's going on. Right. Mm. And this this movie takes takes place like a few years after Civil War. After Civil... Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Okay. Because remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott Lang is under house arrest. Right. Yeah. Because Which of is not a spoiler. It yeah, meant, they mentioned Scott happened, Lang. Yeah, and, whatever and, happened in the Civil War. So he was he got, pretty much... He, he, he got he arrested got for it. He, he took a plea deal. He right. took a plea deal and he had to spend his, you know, two, two years, two house, years arrest. house arrest, no contact with any other superheroes, right. and just, you know, stay out of trouble. Right. So this is this is pretty much, okay, two years have gone by, his time is almost up, mm-hmm. and he's just trying to, you know, live his life, spend his time with his daughter that they bring over every other weekend so he can spend time with her. Right. And then he gets sucked back into the superhero life. Yeah. And then there's a villain that, you know, I guess we'll get into it in spoilers. But like I said, there's a legitimate gripe with what she's trying to do. It's not mm. just as I'm going to rule the world and I'm going to take this technology and screw you guys. He can control the, the <coughs> how, how he grows and shrinks, right? Yeah. yeah it's part of the yeah, anybody come up with a penis joke on that? No. Paul Rudd Dude, I'm sure I'm sure it's been done to <laughs> death already. So <laughs> like, can I wrap this button around my and just <laughs> no, Victor? Nothing? What? So he grows thirty feet tall and his penis doesn't. <laughs> I was thinking the other way around, but okay, that's even that's funny. So that's what you went to see the Ant Man movie for, because you're just like, hmm. No, I'm just remembering that from Mallrats. Remember Mallrats when uh, Stan Lee met up with I forgot his name, and he was talking about you've never seen I what (laughs) you've never seen Mallrats. I never saw Mallrats. Okay. Oh my god, I've never seen any what. What, Kevin Smith movie Mallrats you've never seen Mallrats is it incumbent on me to ever to see everything Kevin Smith has done oh my god we're watching Mallrats after this after no, this no we're leaving after this we're going out no, after this no we're going out where we are we going plans. we're going to the mall after this oh come on stop at the mall look got stuff to do stuff to buy he's got coupons for more fun pops yes. oh Jesus Christ I with I the fun pop I want to find a fro- I want to see if I can find a Frozone Frozone fun pop Incredibles, Frozone. You're, you're killing me with the fun pops. I want a Frozone. You know, that one day it's going to kill you. It's going to overcome you and it's going to fall on top of you like the walls of Jericho. I it's hope gonna- so, because that'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's how I die. Find me under a <laughs> under a clap shell of Funko fun- fun- Pops. <laughs> and you just look at me at my body and say, yep, that's about right. <laughs> he died just as he lived. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so that's uh, it for you, Ray. Uh, yeah. What do you I, give it? What do you give it? A rating? I give it a nine. A nine? I give it a nine. Wow. I give it a nine because it entertained the hell out of me. It made me laugh. So you were fine with the story. You really liked the story behind it. Then. The story was good. It fit. Oh, okay. Like I said, it's not a perfect story, but it's a comedy. You can't right. take it too seriously. Yeah, it's not too... The stakes aren't that high like and far-reaching. You know, I mean, there's yeah. like it, it, the stakes affect maybe one or two people. Yeah. Okay. 
Like I said, the issues, yeah, we could, you it's know, very contained we'll nerd thing. nitpick some of the stupid stuff from the story that's like, that doesn't make any sense, but it, it entertained me. It's a very contained adventure uh, among a small group of characters. Yeah, and yeah. you could follow along pretty quick, pretty simple. All the characters were entertaining, well, except for Forehead. I did not find him that interesting. Forehead. Is that what we're going to call him now every time we see him in a film? Remember Forehead? Yeah, let's call him Forehead. I'm going to call him Forehead. <laughs> now that you've mentioned it, yes. <laughs> but so, all of the side yeah. characters are, you know, Paul Rudd is funny as Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Um, his crew, Lewis, yeah, it's not yeah. just Lewis. It's the other, the other two the characters, Russian and the, the Russian and Ti. Uh, yes, <laughs> I didn't know that was Ti. I didn't know. Who t- I mean, those I, I mean, guys had moments. Um, the daughter, the actress who plays Scott Lang's daughter, she's yeah. good. Yeah, she did good. Agent Wu. Wu. I love funny. Agent Wu. Agent Wu was funny. Like everybody had a, had good roles. All right. So eight, a uh, nine. I'm sorry. I give it a nine. Nine. Very good. So you're on par with. You gave uh, Black Panther a nine. Yeah. Okay. And you find it on par with yeah. Black Panther. Yes. Okay. Wow. On different levels, they all have what works. First of all, <laughs> you entertain me. Yes, but what they were, they all they each accomplished what they're trying to do. Exactly. So moving on to Victor. Boiler free. Give it to me. I would say also say nine. What? Oh my gosh! Wow! Yeah. Surprised. I thought I had a lot of fun. Paul Rudd Why is really are you surprised <laughs> by this. Paul Rudd's really funny and he's charming, and I like Michael Pena is awesome. It's like the, I hope we get maybe another Hispanic somewhere in the MCU. <laughs> That'd be nice <laughs> if you want to. If they're about diversity, let's get more Hispanic. Are there any the, more Hispanic? He's the one Hispanic in all the Marvel universe right now. Are there any Hispanic superheroes out there? Oh, oh um, any there character are. whatsoever. I'm, I'm thinking like, the main one I. Just hit me right now with uh, what's his name, Miles Morales. Spider-Man. Yeah, but he's not in the Marvel movie universe yet. Not yet. Well, or if yet. he's gonna, ever going to be there, I think he will. I think he's going to. Once Sony gets their hands back on Spider-Man, they're going to make a Miles Morales for Spider-Man for the MCU. We'll see. I think Look, that's my, what's going to happen. Michael Pena is funny, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's the writing that does it for him in this movie, or it's just him with the writers. He it's was gotta hilarious. Be, it's got to be a team effort. Dude, you can't, you know. he was hilarious, and I know you were laughing. I, I heard was you laughing. Because I, I, I also like the fact that when he's telling his stories, and it's portrayed through the through the actual characters yeah. that he's talking about, and they also carry his mannerisms as he's speaking through. <laughs> them so i think that's pretty cool uh so you gave it a nine victor yes did you like the story behind it i mean yeah I we always talked about the mcguffin thing was always a problem i mean we always made fun of dc for doing that well, well mcguffin, is, doing well, mcguffin is not like a mcguffin is an object yes that's yeah. defined as like an object that you have to find and yeah there's an object that gets and the issue i had with the, the dc the mcguffins is it's always the same mcguffin it's the giant beam gonna destroy the earth <laughs> yeah. so we this, took it so marvel took it a different way instead of being this gigantic thing it was this eating thing yeah, and there wasn't yeah, trying to destroy object. the earth. <laughs> there are stakes. There are personal stakes for the people involved, but the world at large isn't affected. Exactly, by this. it wasn't mm. like I'm gonna do, do use this technology and I'm gonna take over and destroy the world. No, it had nothing to do with that. And there's a, I guess you could call it a MacGuffin that gets passed around yeah. among the characters. It's a plot you know? device. Yeah, okay. But you know, it's it was a lot of fun. But that is true. I think Ray brought up a point when he says uh, this was a MacGuffin that's not out to destroy the universe. It was yeah. very isolated story. Like yeah. there was nobody else involved in the story yeah, it was just, just, just nobody else knew what was happening yeah. and the, then the so-called main villain wasn't technically a villain they had like yeah. she, she had legitimate their, beef. her motivations and like what she needed to do she right. had legitimate beef it wasn't like I'm going to take this technology because I'm going to use it to kill to people all and, mankind you know, and, all. and destroy no. the world and right. subjugate no, humanity I need to do this yeah for, I need it yeah. for so and so yeah I need it we'll right. get into it in the spoilers but you know it was like wow I, I feel for her yeah she's got a point 
Right. So nine, eight, nine, nine. Yeah. Great film. It was good. It was good. <laughs> that's was a high. Good. That's a high eight. I would say then, right? Yeah. Like an eight nine, eight point nine, or something. If we try to do math on 8. it, eight point six seven or something like that. We try to spill math all over that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why are you trying to change math? Math is math. <laughs> <laughs> math is math. Okay. Don't change it. So, <laughs> is there anything else that you could say about it in spoiler free, Victor? Shoot, we'll talk about the ending where <laughs> it stopped being fun. But we can okay. do the, We can do the secret endings, we'll and talk we can about do. That in a minute. We can do the secret endings, and we can talk about uh, the spoiler stuff, and then we can talk about it's um, light. It's light. Some speculations. It's a light. It's a light, cheery, and fun comedic romp until like the last two minutes. So that is. <laughs> I guess that would be our review. Uh, Spoiler-free review of Ant-Man and the Wasp. Can't really say too much on it because, uh, well, we can say definitely go see it in the theater, yes? I would highly recommend it. If you want something to watch that's going to be entertaining, lighthearted, and fun, and it's going to make you laugh, then yeah, go watch it. Go have fun and watch Ant-Man and the Wasp. It should be a palate cleanser for all the tension from Infinity War and the way that movie ended. So now we were entering our spoiler filled review where we can talk about anything and everything we want in greater detail more specifics here why we say it's an 899 the way it went i could go first oh before i even go into that if you know press pause on the uh, recording here and go watch the film have fun and then come back to us and then listen to this half and um let us know if you yeah compare notes let us know if you agree with us let us know we don't know what we're talking about write us do whatever you want. Well, comment. I, know, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Tell I mean, Al to go screw himself. If you all know. we've been doing is reading comic books since we were children, and now it's. I wasn't big reading cinemas. them. I was looking at the pictures until I was about, you know, like 18. Everybody was just looking <laughs> at the boobies of them. the superhero females, and then. <laughs> so, Wait, what, 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 what happened? <laughs> Wait, which right. comic books were you reading? <laughs> Everyone. I read every comic out there. Well, which one? The one that you were staring just at the boobies. What? I mean, what are you didn't they about? all have uniforms? Or no. Are you mistaken these with the Playboys you used to watch? No, I did. No. I don't know what you're talking about, Ray. Evil Ray's lost his mind. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know what any of you were talking about. (laughs) Ray, you lost your mind. Anyway. I know. So, spoiler-filled review. So, for me, what I can say about it is, I think the story, everything, like I said earlier, the story was very light. Even the villain, to somebody said it, either, you know, one of you guys said it, was Ghost was not really a villain. She was hit by some blast that was uh, some failed experiment by Goliath, right? No, it wasn't Goliath. It wasn't Goliath. Her father, her parents. All right, let's, let's, let's start off with, how about we just give the general back story of the movie so we not, we're not confusing anyone. Go ahead, Evil Rick. Alright, so the movie is two years after Civil War. Mm, and uh, roughly concurrent with Infinity War, but maybe a little bit ahead of it. Yeah, it's little. Maybe it's like pre- I would say a, 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 a weeks, probably weeks yeah. before yeah. Infinity War actually happens. Actually, pretty close. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, Scott Lang, he's just under house arrest. He can't have any contact with Doctor Pym or mm. Hope Van Dyne. They don't want contact with him or either. Any, or any of the Avengers. Any of the anybody. Avengers. He's just yeah. under house arrest, so he's just trying to get through his house arrest so he can go back to whatever kind of normal life he used to have. Yeah. So he works now with his other crew mm. and they have that security the ex-cons the ex-cons it's got their own security firm they set up a security forum this is how they're going to try to make legit money mm-hmm. and he's just trying to live his life and then from home 
Yeah, from home. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, what is it? He has this weird dream. Dream. He did dream that, that he's yeah. when he went the super into the super, quantum into the quantum realm to the quantum realm. But the overall high level is that it was a it, it yeah. was a message from, from Hank his Pym's wife. wife. So he freaks out and, on how and, to locate her. And then he actually calls Doctor Pym and leaves and him a you know message like, that's "Hey, the listen, only I think I back. just heard about your you know had this weird dream about your wife that I was your wife." There's a lot of comedy in there. Right. Mm. Like I was your wife, but I didn't mean it like that way or whatever. <laughs> so it looks like they were trying to create some type of quantum they built a, bridge. They built, yeah, they built a tunnel. The quantum tunnel. Remember, the there's going to be the word quantum, quantum. a <laughs> lot <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, in fact, every other word, word was guys, quantum. Don't you guys like you just like to put the word the quantum, quantum in front of everything? everything. <laughs> so, Hank Pym tries to create the quantum tunnel because he wants to find his wife. Yeah. Who he believes, he thought she was dead for 30 years, but it's like she might actually be alive. Now, I have a question for you. In the first movie, yes. Ant-Man went to the quantum realm. He didn't need no fucking tunnel. What's the difference between him going to the quantum realm the way he did the well, first quantum time as had opposed the, to he the, had the this suit. bridge? He had the suit. It may have been a little more advanced than the last suit that they're wearing, and he was able to come back. Which and is the why quantum tunnel is... Is so that you so that they can enter with a pod, so they can rescue the wife. Yeah, so they they they, they built the little, original wasp. Yeah, they <laughs> built a little ship pod or submersible or whatever you want to call it, so they could travel into the quantum realm through this tunnel. It kind of reminded me of that movie. You ever seen that movie, um, Inner Space? Okay, with uh, uh, Randy Quaid and Randy Quaid and Dennis yeah, Quaid and uh, yeah. Dennis Quaid and Martin Short, which yeah, is an excellent right. film. They went into there was some sort of military ex- operation that went wrong, and he ends mm-hmm. up inside Martin Short. Yeah. <laughs> And if you go ship. back even further, that's just a remake of another movie where you have scientists going to some guy's yeah. body to try to fix cancer or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. It was yeah. an episode of Future. <laughs> yeah. I forgot the name of that movie. Uh, I forgot. Whatever. Right. So pretty good much, they're trying to build this tunnel or make it better. So they need technologies. You know, they don't it really didn't have enough what power the, of something like yeah, that. Yeah, they don't they mention exactly what the technology was, but it's like, all right, we need to get this other piece of equipment so we can get the tunnel working, and, and we they're can probably working go with into some the mob quantum. bosses to yeah, help so get hope this, who is this wasp. The new wasp, you know, is going to go meet Forehead so that <laughs> <laughs> so that she can because apparently I been his name he, in the he, movie. he deals Forehead. in black market. <laughs> Super technology. Again, they don't get into specifics. This is a light movie. They're not trying to get all sci- you know, specific with all the, the techno babble of what exactly is the MacGuffin they need yeah. so they can finish off this, this quantum tunnel. <laughs> but this is around the time where the ghost makes her first appearance, also very lighthearted, where yeah. it's just, don't take it seriously, she just makes an appearance. Yeah. There's, like, no real backstory. She just talks about it a little bit. Well, um, she which, just showed up. Which I find interesting. A lot of them go into this humongous monologue. Is it monologue or dialogue? I forgot what it is. Monologue. Where they just talk about their past, or what just happened. It's like they're literally talking to the audience at that point. <laughs> it's like, what you've been doing for the last two years? Oh, well, we've been trying to create this bridge, well, and blah, blah, again, blah. You know, even, when ghost, even when Ghost captures all three of them Pim and the Wasp and Ant-Man she's like who are you well I'm this person and then she goes into her whole past like everybody stops Dude, and goes that's, into their that's, past that's yeah that's pretty much movie writing because <laughs> the audience has to know who is she and what's going on like they have to go into these backstories and it's Dude, that's literally every t- movie but they have better ways of doing that They it, it literally felt like they were stopping to tell me an origin story. Yeah, that's was, every like, movie. Talking, I don't know. I just I don't like that. That's every. What movie doesn't do that? There are better ways of doing that. Though. What movie that did it better? Uh, I don't know. Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because that would have been really great if the shark just stopped. <laughs> Why are you doing this? 
<laughs> and he just stops, and it's like uh, it's the fact that you don't know why the, the movie, shark is doing uh, it. So I guess yeah, that that's the kind of the problem for me. It's just it was just the story was just very vanilla ish. Um, but I liked it because you got her motivation when you finally get you know introduced to Ghost and who she is and why pain. she has she's in pain. It sounds why? like it's painful Constantly all the time because you realize Hank Pym is an asshole <laughs> <laughs> because uh, her molecules are being destroyed and reintegrated back. Yeah, yeah. Because oh my Hank god. Pym Hank Pym is an asshole because there was a scientist that Hank Pym was working with and that Hank Pym discredited him for whatever reason. Hank says, oh, he was stealing from me or whatever. So yeah, had this guy discredited. So this guy, in order to, you know, get his good name back, allegedly, built this machine and then it went haywire and it... Mm blew up and it killed him it killed his wife and then it did that to ghost but it wasn't just that the machine did that it was shield remember the story you know when you watch like marvel agents of shield oh well you know we're just trying to protect the world and all this other stuff and we're trying to be the good guys and again she tells you well you know shield took me in and they said they were going to cure me but no that's not what they did what they did was they used me for my powers and i was like an assassin yeah they trained they trained me to kill they trained me to do and i'm like yeah that's that's what shield is and i'm like it's good they they actually have that side of shield now instead of trying to trade shield like we're just the good guys and we do everything hunky-dory and everything is okay and it's like yeah she has legitimate gripe (laughs) she's suffering she's in pain they promised to cure her they didn't cure her and they turned her into a living weapon right but then that's where Goliath comes in. He's yeah, trying to help her. Because he's trying to help her. And, you know, at first when you realize he's trying to help her, you're like, oh, my God, he's really a bad guy. But he's not because she's like, I'm going to kill these people. And he's like, no, if you kill anybody, I'm not going to help you. Right. Yeah. I'm done. He's like, he's a father figure. He's like a father figure who is still trying when she to was be a good. kid yeah. after her parents died. And then he took her in later. Yeah, so so right. it's, again, he's like, basically help raise her. These aren't like the villains of, yes, I'm going to destroy the world. Like, she wasn't like, I, I need this technology because I'm going to heal myself and then I'm going to use it to destroy S.H.I.E.L.D. and subjugate the world. It was just, I just want to heal myself. Right. But if she took it and healed her, then the issue was Hank Pym wasn't going to be able to get to uh, his wife. What, what's her name again? Oh, uh, Janet. Janet. Yeah. Because it was only like a certain limited amount of time to use the tunnel to locate her. And if this lady, you know, Ghost was using the technology and she was healing herself, she would have been lost forever. Yeah, to to your point, right, uh, with Ghost, it was more like the reason that they were trying to stop her is because she was going to maybe absorb the quantum energy from the mom, but they didn't know if that was going to kill her or not. It was just a a theory that it was going to kill her, and that's why they were trying to stop Ghost. If it wasn't for that, Ghost would have just, they would have just let her grab that energy and then Mm -hmm. she would have been fine because once she got the energy, she was not going to try to take over the world. She was just going to become normal. I just want to be away. normal yeah. and le- live my life. I don't want to. So any- to that point, it was that that part is a is a good twist to the story where it's very isolated. It's not like take over the world thing. It's just I'm just trying to heal myself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you guys are getting in my way. Kind it, pretty of much. That's all it was. Yeah. It wasn't stop a it. bad. Just stop it. Get out of my way. Yeah. She's not this <laughs> super villain of I'm out to take over the world and I'm going to destroy everyone. It was Shield did this to me. I'm going to heal myself and then just leave me the hell alone. And yeah. maybe I'll kill one person to do it. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> so maybe Hank Pym. Yeah. Apparently Hank Pym is a real. Well, he alien. knows he, she might kill. She knows she might kill Janet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But so, she doesn't care about but that. But she doesn't okay, care about that. Yeah, but they, didn't, they didn't know. They didn't know what was going to happen. If she yeah. was still alive. Yeah. But you say if she dies, she dies. Yeah. Right. She's fighting for her own life. 
So I think we kind of went, me and Ray kind of went back and forth there with our feelings in Ant-Man. Victor, what about you? What do you think? What, what was something that you really called out to you in this film? Like, story for you was great. Ghost was a good character. Anything, maybe something bad, something that you didn't like about the film? Something oh, that... well, the ending was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> you want to well, go into the ending already? Let's, well, let's go into it. Okay, so it's it's the... We knew one of the, one or two things were going to happen, right? It had right? to connect. It had right? to connect somehow. Mind you, the entire movie, no mention of the Infinity War. I mean, it was a completely isolated film. Because this was taking place, my guess, weeks before it was happening, maybe or days, days before. I think it would even be closer. I think it would have been Maybe days. they're just not watching the news, and all that stuff was happening concurrently, or very close. Was there a, I don't think a lot of time Did they mention a the date? The like, end. you remember at the end, after they free him, they took off the, the shackle from him? Uh, from, we just uh, know it was two years after the Civil War. Okay. Yeah. But there was it, it went dark for a minute, and then it came back, and you see Ant-Man working with Hank Pym and Janet and stuff. He was going to go into. Uh, I didn't the, see a date. There was nothing to say, like two days later, a week later, no. nothing like it that. It only right? said present day at the beginning. Right. So we figure, okay, so if you're trying to place this in the timeline, Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok's about two years after Civil War as well. Everything that's happening in Ragnarok is also concurrent with Ant-Man and the Wasp because Hulk was... was Bruce Banner was Hulk for two years, he said. Right. At two, and that was how long he was on Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Not on Ragnarok, on uh, whatever the, the, the name planet. of the, the planet was, I forget. But anyway, so figure it's still a two-year time frame. So, and after the end of Ragnarok is when they encounter, encounter Thanos. So you got to figure it's like right there. So everything starts happening with Infinity War at that point. So it, it could be it could be very nearly concurrent. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe it was might be within hours of each other. Yeah, even maybe up a to that day point, or yeah. within hours. Well, probably because even, I don't think a uh, lot. Of, I don't think it was. It's might almost have been concurrent. two or three days. Difference. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Because he was. Yeah. Because it was in the beginning. A few days passed because he's on the last few days of his house arrest. Well, if you think about it, if and you want to like, go very just technical, a couple of hours to the end. If you so, want to yeah, get very technical days. about it, they did have to build a smaller version of the quantum tunnel, right? Yeah. So that would take time yeah, me, well, to build and put that in the back of a truck. But now they, yeah, but now they had an extra scientist and along with all the other ants. <laughs> yeah, maybe I guess so. And if you're building something smaller with the help of all those ants, it's not going to take that long to actually put it together. Yeah, but I don't think it was like you know months. Like a no. Few days. Uh, yeah. 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 Let's well, all agree a few days. A How many of those short, days? Not a week. <laughs> Let's say okay. So three days. We know Dude, three we don't got pass. money writing on. We know, <laughs> we, know, we know two days pass because he he's most two of his last days, three one days. hour. Now, he, one minute. now he's going to start analyzing. Well, the sun was at an angle, so that means it was this time of day. It was early afternoon, and in space, the like sun. The second, the was, second the movie ends is when Infinity War happens, or at least the end of Infinity War happens. Right, Thanos because, wins. <laughs> yeah, because at this point, well, what happened at the end? They well, at the end they built a smaller tunnel, right. and Scott is going to go back to the quantum realm to collect more energy so that they can help Ghost. Because it looks like whatever um, whatever it was a stop Janet gap. did it was a stopgap. Yeah, she it was only a temp- more, she's going to need more energy to right. maybe permanently cure her. Right. So he goes in, he's collecting the energy, and their mic goes dead, and we turn back, and we see all three of them, uh, Just Hope, dust. Janet, and, dust. Hank, and Hank, have, have disintegrated. They turned to ash. Like everybody else. So Thanos yeah. has snapped his fingers, and yeah, they were at victims, that point. and they're gone. So he's stuck in the quantum realm with this energy that he just collected, and mm-hmm. uh, has no that's way out. Yeah, that's how we leave him. He's tra- he has no way out of the quantum realm. Right. Except the time vortex, maybe. Because they mentioned mm-hmm. that, and that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, there's, I mean, we we could go into speculations if you want. So, last minute uh, arrival here. Our manager just showed up. Uh, Jen, how you doing, Jen? Good, thank you. How are you? You saw the movie with us, too. Yes, I did. Yeah, we saw it at the Alamo. Yes, we did. Did you get your food on time? Uh, what's oh, considered Jesus on Christ. time? <laughs> 
Jesus. What's considered on time before the movie stars, after the movie. That's stars? a good question. When did we get our, uh, our? We all we all got our plates well, around the same time. Relevant to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you're. I, I ordered and I got my food. I got mine a little after you did. Okay, and I don't remember when that happened either. Before, or after the movie started. But in any case, that's neither it was here. After the movie started. Oh, okay. That's neither here nor there. What did you think about the movie? I liked uh, it. Well, we're in spoiler filled, right? So you can say whatever you want at I this liked point. It. I thought it was really enjoyable. It was very funny. Yeah. We were all saying here it's a very lighthearted film. You felt the same way? Yes. Yeah, it was a pretty good film to that point. Um, is anything stand out for you? Like, what was your, like, your favorite part in that film? I think Luis and the guys that work. <laughs> yeah, man. Were hilarious. They're you. my favorite, man. Luis had me cracking <laughs> They're up. They're my favorite. It is truth serum. <laughs> what was the like, name of the There's no witch? such thing as truth. Ba- Baba Yava. Baba Yava. Baba Yava. And then Baba he started Yava. singing. With- <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Because the way she enters the room, ghost, is just she just appears. Dude, she looked like she was wearing a, a, an outfit or a uniform that's something like from Metal Gear. <laughs> I was thinking not Metal Gear. I was thinking of um, the movie that the, the video game that you like to play, Ray. What was it called? Mass Effect. Mass Effect. It gave me a, that suit. Kind of reminded me of like a Mass Effect kind of Mass deal. Effect kind of Metal Gear type of uh, <laughs> stealth suit or something. Now you, Jen, didn't see the Infinity War. So when mm. when everybody in the in the audience when they saw that everybody turned to dust everybody at the screamed. end, everybody was screaming <laughs> oh like, "This God. is how it connects like, to the Infinity War!" Right? Everybody, everybody they, nobody expected like, "Oh yeah, by the way, we have to kind of <laughs> tie it into the <laughs> Infinity War." So, yeah. Because like I was saying, one of two things was going to happen. Either Ant-Man vanishes before he enters the tunnel or the, the three scientists were going to go. Um, so, But it was surprising that he actually went in first and then <laughs> now he's fucking stuck in there. So Jen was like, she was nudging me. She was like, what the hell's going on? Because everybody's screaming in the theater. I'm like, this is how Infinity War ended. In Infinity War, pretty much Thanos snapped his fingers once he had all uh, all the gems. And one by one, you just saw all the superheroes start just turning to dust. Well, uh, not all of them. Half of them, sorry. Half, half of them, population. sorry. Of the galaxy just got no, wiped out. The universe, half of creation, galaxy, yeah. everybody, universe, whatever, literally everybody. Is there anything, Jen? Is there anything that in the movie that you didn't like um, that didn't really call out to you as being this great film? Well, actually, before we even get into it, what did you give it as a rating? We do one to ten. One being Ray Transformers, and ten being you know something really great <laughs> out Black there. Panther. So what do you what do you what would you give it? I'll I'll keep your score here and my li- my handy daddy official um, score chart here. Scrap a scrap. Pe- no, it's not scrap. scrap pe- it's an official. Shot up is an official official thing written on the back of a paper it's an official it's an official because you can't pad. count numbers in your head <laughs> two nines and eight it's a it's a lot of movies we're watching here nine you wow you gave it a nine wow that's like 8.75 dude no nah, we actually moved i think we actually bumped it up to a nine at this point like a low nine no because three nines and one eight yeah before it was two nines and one eight something is a high eight as an average but no, now it's a high eight. No, I think it's a, a low nine. Dude, do you not know how to do a math? Am I right? If we have two nines and an eight, it's a high eight. But if we have three nines and, a, and an eight, it's a low nine. Three nines is 27 plus eight is, I don't know. come on, 35. <laughs> Divide that by, by four is eight point. Come on, oh, you can okay. do it. You can do it. No, stop it. My brain hurts. Ow! Damn it, Ray. <laughs> I give it a nine. Give it a nine. So that's yes. like 8.75. Nice. Yeah. 
The 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 mafia syndicate was just annoying. Yeah, they, forehead, forehead. He we called him so forehead annoying. because we him forehead now. like seriously. You're, I mean, he was there for. I mean, not even him, but his henchmen were good for like comedy relief yeah, and stuff. He, he's a cartoon villain, right? He's but a like, villain. He's just he, there to move the plot along. That's all. That's all that. That's I mean, all he was there for. But I mean, that was pretty much it. like. He you need a villain so to move the plot along. Get forehead. Also, I don't think Jen, you saw the first film, so <laughs> you're kind of a lot of there was. Somebody has to watch the children. <laughs> there was not a lot of context behind what was happening uh, in the film but there were Watch some the first one the first one's just as funny yeah. this, is, this is on the same level yes okay great you'll enjoy but it. in this one like his costume was I also was... like Paul Rudd so Paul Rudd's a funny dude and he got pretty buff for and this film something without a shirt on I was like holy cow look they at all him have rippling. to get buff for these things <laughs> yeah, they work out not Goliath Goliath you know chubby but, but he wasn't like being Goliath 50 or 60 <laughs> he wasn't being Goliath it didn't have to be Goliath is that your superhero goal what to be Goliath <laughs> Well, you're big. You're just a part like of me to be Goliath, maybe. Huh? 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 Victor? With the chubby Loving? part? What? 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 <laughs> no, I ignore your dumb joke. <laughs> Come on. No? Nothing? All right. Whatever. <laughs> so, nine. So, we got three nines and an eight. Not bad. Uh, um, a very high. That is, I mean, and not for anything. For somebody who never saw the first one and who wasn't able to see anything that kind of relates to it I just enjoyed the movie in yeah, general like it, it wasn't movie. it wasn't difficult to follow in my opinion it really wasn't it wasn't a difficult plot to jump into yeah, no, not knowing any context prior to it doesn't to. take itself too seriously yeah. right. even, even Paul Rudd was like god you guys throw the word quantum in every <laughs> right word. like it's no, interesting yeah my nerd nitpick was Janet Van Dyne had been trapped for like 30 years where did she get tattered rags in the quantum and she universe? didn't like she <laughs> aged but she didn't starve to death she didn't die at thirst how does, and well how I did, think it was interesting because I think that has to do with her evolution because remember she said I'm not the same person so I don't think yes. she's fully human I think she evolved a robe right. and a hood <laughs> she, well no. she's let, able let's, to let's, probably manifest like a couple of things let's, let's of go the, into some speculation Halo here Halo 4 when they were showing that you know <laughs> video that he's walking think, around with hoods in the sand <laughs> I think we should go into some speculation she's here she's Obi-Wan to, of the gentleman wastes <laughs> to, uh, to Jen's point <laughs> to Jen's point Janet said I'm not the same person anymore that I used to be and she kind of proved it because she was able to temporarily help Ghost with her um, molecular problem, I guess it was, to her stay... Molecular problem. To, to molecular stay, problem. <laughs> you know, those molecular problems, you're just taking two pills and you're good. No, she she actually touched her head. Uh, Janet touched uh, Ghost's head. Her finger started glowing like E.T. And then she became stable. Like, mm. her cells started to stay in the stable And she's realm. she's sensing auras. Like, she's able... I can, I can sense how much and pain... And she didn't go crazy. Yeah. Right. Or maybe she did and just... Got sane again because well, it's thirty years. Hank so Pym was in there for five minutes and he started losing lost, his he mind. He almost lost his mind. Mm. So she's been in there for thirty years. So she's had enough time to maybe master something so within the quantum really, realm. Did she eat one of those giant worms. Like it's <laughs> so worm. interesting. Like what does she do for food? What does right. she do for she shelter? Point where she doesn't need to eat. How can right. she breathe? I mean, she's smaller than air molecules. Like what is she breathing in? And you know, at this point, right? So a lot of questions there. I want to see if, but the thing is. She she turned to dust, so we're not really going to get an answer for what or happens will to her. Be. Well, maybe, maybe she has a way of coming back. I mean, the, the whole issue is right now, Ant Man is stuck in the quantum realm with energy that he just harnessed. So, it, can he use that energy somehow to get himself out? Maybe 
at one point in the first movie, he did he did find a way out of the quantum realm by himself. He didn't because need anything. Because he had the enlarging discs. Right. Those, so he just used that on himself to make himself bigger to the point where he was able to enlarge himself to normal size. So maybe does he still have that? I mean, we mm-hmm. don't know. I mean, it's so many things that we can speculate upon. Plus, Ghost is still around, and it doesn't look like she lost all her powers entirely. It looks like whatever Janet well, did was temporarily. she's still around. You don't know because she could have been wiped out. But that's the whole reason. Oh, that's true. That's true. She could have wiped out when Thanos snapped his fingers. Or not because she's a different molecular structure. Mm -hmm. That's true. She probably, maybe she phased when everybody else was getting. What was that about this movie being light and you didn't really have to think? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is speculation time, right? We can speculate (laughs) on what's going to happen. Do you think that this would, that this will continue in the the fourth Avengers movie or would this continue in the next Ant-Man film? I don't know. No, this is going (laughs) to, this is going to continue in the next Infinity War. We don't know if there's going to be another Ant-Man. But if we're going to speculate, this is what's going to happen. He's going to find himself to go through the quantum realm and he's going to end up in the Deadpool universe. And he and Deadpool are going to save the galaxy. Do you hear me? My serious, my real speculation is that he's... uh, My real speculation is he's going to go back in time. Back in time. Because Janet mentioned when before he went in don't get pulled into a time vortex or we'll never be able to get you out right so that's probably what's going to happen he's going to find either by accident or on purpose he's going to go through a time vortex he's going to end up somewhere around Avengers 1 okay and somehow it's going to alter the course of history or that's going to be at least part of what happened I really hope they don't I mean this whole when it comes down to times and time loops and changing the past and to the present I mean it can get very messy I mean look what happened to X-Men and it took Deadpool to go back and try to fix it you know what I mean? It's like, That's what I'm saying. It's Dad, Deadpool's going to fix this. It, it's horrid when you, when you start messing with time travel. Open comic books and science fiction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm with Al on that. I hate the time travel thing. Cause can it, it be? Can it just be the enter another universe? Stone. Yes, <laughs> Listen, I know, I can know. they enter another universe? We'll the sixth stone, the what's more comfortable for you guys stone. <laughs> <laughs> the MacGuffin stone. <laughs> Listen, Ant-Man is going to go back, not in time, but they're a different universe. Yeah, different, Deadpool universe. A different Marvel universe where he finds Hugh Jackman as Wolverine and he's going to call upon the help of the X-Men to come and he's going to bring the what? X-Men to Stop this world. going to make the X-Men happen. Shut up. Happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> okay, Disney has the X-Men rights now. They've it's had going officially to officially for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. Look, Marvel's... Ant-Man as is going to... Marvel and Disney have their movie. plan. This is their plan now. Wait for them to finish their plan. Then they'll start the new plan. And the what, X-Men further world domination? <laughs> yeah. They'll have the X-Men movies, then more Avengers movies, then they'll have X-Men versus Avengers. Because obviously nobody would have learned from Civil War. <laughs> Wait, we're fighting each other? Disney <laughs> snapped their fingers and half the other studios disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe lose my question, Vic. Damn it, I had a question. See, that was funny. Oh, uh, here's a question for everybody at the table. One of the things I thought was going to happen, I don't know if you guys thought, was we were going to see the appearance of Hawkeye no, in this why? film because we don't know what happened to Hawkeye. But this was Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, it was Ant Man and the Wasp and Hawkeye. This was Ant Man and the Wasp. Why would you throw Hawkeye into this? I thought Hawkeye was going to make an appearance here because they mentioned Hawkeye in the uh, Infinity War that.
that he was also he, he under took part the same of a, deal. He took the same deal. Yeah. So I'm thinking that he was somehow going to uh, help out Ant-Man and the Wasp. Dude, in some this way, was the form. Ant-Man and the Wasp movie. They needed their own movie. They didn't need maybe in like in the there. next movie's Captain Marvel. Maybe we'll we'll see what happened with Hawkeye then. But Hawkeye wouldn't no be because maybe yet, he doesn't right? get it's wiped the past. out. It's the early nineties. You know, remember right before he died or got <laughs> Who, wiped Hawkeye? out. He has no powers. That's not why we're gonna no. zap him to get exactly away. Why would Thanos even bother with him? But Assuming you know, Thanos chose every single Nick person. Nick Fury pages yeah. Captain Marvel. So when Captain Marvel shows up to Earth, because Hawkeye was working with Shield previously, so he might be the only one that she knows. Right. She's not gonna know who the other Avengers are. So she's like, "Let me go find somebody I know." She finds Hawkeye. What the hell just happened? Yeah, but then that would mean Hawkeye would probably be either a rookie in this in, in no, Shield. not in the past because Captain Marvel the yes. movie's gonna be in the in early nineties. I know. So she might meet him in the past before then, he joined Shield. Well, maybe he was there when he was young, uh-huh. and then maybe he was when, her boyfriend. You know, when uh, Nick Fury sends that text message, yeah. it's now. So whenever she shows up now, like the movie goes whatever her, her movie is mm-hmm. it's in the past and then all of a sudden you know year, you know, they have that black screen and then years later or present day right. she gets the signal I gotta go to Earth she goes to Earth where the hell did half the population go she's gonna go try to find people she knows and she may find Hawk. wouldn't Hawkeye say something if he knew that she was Captain Marvel though? Why? I mean, why not? He went through a, a war in, in Avengers 1. You don't think he would have been like... Dude, you don't think <laughs> Nick Fury should have called Captain Marvel when, I don't know, the aliens first attacked New York and they were going to nuke New York? Or right. when a giant, you know, a, a robot was going to drop a giant city and destroy half the world? <laughs> no, he waited until... Oh, wait, now I need Captain Marvel. Yeah, that's why I don't... I, it's hard to swallow that storyline. Because Hawkeye, again, would have also said something. Nick well, Fury Hawkeye would have just ended Infinity War because he would have just shot Thanos in the, you know, in the in head, the head. <laughs> with an arrow, and that would have solved all of it. Or Thanos would have turned the arrow into a bubble and just like bloop right up the side of his cheek. <laughs> you know, he would have launched one of his nuclear arrows. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Jen, you you definitely would mention uh, to recommend having people see this in the theater. Oh, absolutely. Even though you had no, you know, context of what happened prior to or any of the other movies that relate to it mm. or have a connection to it, right. it's just a really enjoyable movie for somebody coming in. It's a lot of laugh. Again, it's lighthearted. It's very, very, very funny. It's oh. very entertaining. Very enjoyable. Oh, I remember now what I was going to say. Oh, I have another question. Oh, God, I'm going to forget. <laughs> what are they doing with all the buildings they keep shrinking and unshrinking? What are they doing about plumbing? Yes, I was thinking. Plumbing and foundations thing. and stuff. Nobody Do their toilets work? Plumbing <laughs> and electricity because they're not hooked yeah. up to any. No, like, nobody wiring. was using the toilet that I can remember in the movie. <laughs> nobody <laughs> can. They keep Maybe. shrinking. They were living in that lab. All right. You have to shrink it and bring it somewhere else. I guess they just go, go in the yeah. woods. Where are they getting it? In the middle of the dock? Where are they getting where the they... electricity <laughs> from? Where are they getting the plumbing? Or well, what about that when they, at uh, the end where they put the house on the beach? Where's the plumbing going to go? Yeah. <laughs> you can just put it on the beach. Just, yeah, just, just, that's how true. are the toilets going to work? I don't know. Well, that's why they're by the beach. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's why they're by the beach. Right. Anyway, go ahead. No, what no, I, was gonna... I actually was wondering the same thing. Yeah. I just forgot about that. that. And how do you get Jedi robes in the quantum universe when you didn't go in there with them? <laughs> <laughs> he, she ran into a ghost yeah. Yoda. <laughs> I, I'm I, I, I'm thinking what's going to happen for Captain... I, I was just going to say for Captain Marvel. Imagine at the very end of Captain Marvel where she you know you you she goes through her whole story in the 90s and then here comes the present day she hears the beep call from um nick, uh, fury. Sh- nick fury she sees it she goes i gotta go help and then she slowly just dust turns to dust to that would be a fucking waste that would have been so fucking <laughs> that cool would waste no it wouldn't be cool it'd be a waste what was the whole point then 
to learn that Captain Marvel was there. Just to be wiped out? Just to be wiped out. <laughs> and so then it really comes down to Hawkeye and Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and they would win. And the ant. <laughs> because what Hawkeye would do, he would shoot an arrow at uh, Thanos, and you know Ant-Man would be like right at the point, so he would get inserted into like Thanos' brain, and then he would just grow to Giant-Man, and that's how they would win. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. So we'll, we'll, we'll definitely see what's going to happen soon. Something's going to happen because Ant-Man is stuck. And it looks like he might have a really key role in what's going to happen in the in the next Avengers film. Ant Man beats Thanos. That would could be it be? Awesome. Could it be he goes back in time? No, Squirrel Girl. <laughs> <laughs> could he find Squirrel Girl in the quantum realm? Who knows what's going to happen? Be- <laughs> Ant Man, Hawkeye, and Squirrel Girl will defeat case, Thanos and save the universe. That- that is our review of Ant-Man and the Wasp. We we definitely recommend that you go see it at the theater. It's a Marvel film. Marvel has not gone wrong with their films this summer. They have been all great films, in, and this one is included in that. So, in any case, Jen. Yes, mention the website. So, you can find us and all our content on nerdsport.com. Yes, I said nerdsport.com. You can also find us on Instagram and on Twitter. So, I am one of your hosts here. This is Al. Evil Ray. Pickle Vic. Jen. Saying goodnight. Enjoy Ant-Man and the Wasp. We'll catch you next time. Have a great day. See ya. (laughs) 